Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of Sometimes I Talk to Myself. I am Cecily, and I have a special guest with me tonight, and is Prophet, Apostle, Bishop, (laughs) Blake, (laughs) Blake Anthony Shaw. Do you want everybody to have your whole name or? That's perfect. You can find me at, at Blake Anthony Shaw anywhere you go. <laughs> so that right. Works. Everywhere. B-A-S, Bass, Bass for short. <laughs> or is it Bass? Okay. Anyway. Well, so, Pastor, what what do you want us to call you? Pastor, <laughs> Prophet, Apostle? Listen, just Blake for now. Let's, let's be informal. Remember, we talk about calling what you need at the time. So call teacher today. <laughs> We're going to call you prophet then. We're going to call you prophet, Blake. Okay. <laughs> He's going to read some mail for some folks today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. We're ready. So I'm going to read this little bio. Mm-hmm. So you guys can know a little bit about the prophet. He's pretty awesome. Well, first of all, can you tell the people how we met? Um, well, we met through just a a worship night, you know, singing and coming together to worship and just um, be in a place where we can uh, come together as a a group of people and just really experience like what what God can do in a space uh, with people that are open to him moving. Uh, So we kind of met there in a worship night in a hair salon and and it kind of went from there. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. And I think how we ended up actually connecting was separate from that because I ended up coming to a rehearsal at his church and um, then we actually connected there over music. So Prophet Blake is a phenomenal singer. You know, I think he kind of he's likened unto I don't really know any singers that that he sounds like but he's amazing and i think if we are so blessed he might sing a little something for us this episode so we shall see are you ready i'm ready i'm ready (laughs) i'm excited okay so uh what's our topic for today oh no i wanted to read your bio first hold on let me let me read it so prophet blake anthony shaw a native of Los Angeles, California, came to know the Lord at a young age, growing up with his mother in ministry. At the age of 17, he was ordained a pastor and now serves as an elder and worship leader at Christ Church International under the direction of Apostle James, Apostles James and Donna Duncan. Prophet Blake's most earnest desire is to see the will of God be done in every life that he encounters and to go where the Lord sends him. Amen. That's beautiful. <laughs> so you. welcome to... Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Okay, so now we sound real professional, but we could be normal because <laughs> this is how I talk to my people. Okay, so if you want to be a little, a little bit hood, it's okay. You know, I've been in the hood, but I never, you know, was of the hood. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you were in it. It was not it, in you. Yeah, yeah, it didn't really hold on. In the world, not of the world. The hood, I was in it, but I was not of it. <laughs> Listen, that's all right. So, no one would ever know. Yeah, you talk. People always ask me, is, is he white? I'm like, no. It's, <laughs> it's the name, and that's you sound real. You sound real professional right oh, now, sir. Listen, I don't have to try. It's just in me. You know, that's what God gave me. <laughs> that's the bishop. That's the that in me. That sounded real bishopy mind, right there. Man of God. <laughs> man of God. <laughs> oh my D. gosh. Okay, you got to put the D. Yes. Man of God. Woman. Woman. Yes. So we were talking earlier today about, um, we were talking, yes, about mm-hmm. contending, uh, contending for the promises of God over your life or for breakthrough. And so I really wanted to kind of give you the floor um, because I know you have definitely have a word in your belly. Um, but I think before we get into 
the scripture because both of us had the same scripture kind of come to mind. And so um, for me, Sunday, when I was standing up on stage during worship, I I heard my pastor, well, my former pastor, he said a statement, but have you ever been in worship like where somebody's talking about something, but God takes you somewhere completely different? Like, or he'll start to show you something about you or has that ever happened to you or is that just yeah, me? I, absolutely. I think more times than not, like, you know, how some, some people come and they, they have the revelation and, you know, even the pastor, they come and like, God, you know, saying this to the people, but being, you know, just as you are a, a prophetic voice and, and really hearing God and what he's, what he's saying often you know, that might be for them, but God would say, but this is what I want you to hear. Like, this mm -hmm. is what, this is the revelation. This is the same scripture, but the revelation is totally different. Different. It's mm -hmm. like, this is what God is telling me. This is what I want you to do with this son. So I definitely experienced that quite mm -hmm. off, quite often. <laughs> same, same. I think, I feel like that's what was happening to, uh, for me on Sunday. It was just like, you know, when did we start, we ask God one time for something or, you know, we, we try for something and then it doesn't work and we just say, okay, well, well I guess mm -hmm. that ain't it. You know, like, when do you stop contending? When do you, when do you stop fighting for what you know is yours? Um, I'll give this quick testimony and then I'm going to let you take the driver's seat because <laughs> I want to hear what the Lord gave you, but. I was um, I was blessed to be able to go to this hair show. This was a few years ago, and the tickets were paid for by a client, and all this stuff was going like incredibly right. And so, except for one thing, we had standby tickets, and when we booked the tickets, there was nobody really hardly on this flight. Well, the the day before we were supposed to leave the flight booked and then they bumped us. And so um, I started to contend in prayer, like fervently praying, like, no, I, I bind Satan right now in the name of Jesus. Like I was going in and my friend who I was going with, she called me and she said, she said, okay, so the client actually was able to get us to, you know, the tickets to go um, earlier or something. I, I don't even, I don't remember everything, but, what it ended up working out to where I was like, no, we're going to go the day that we said we were going to go in the name of Jesus. And the Holy spirit was like, no, this is me. And it just worked out so perfect that we ended up at the right place at the right time. And so in that moment, I, I realized like I was fighting, I was contending, I was binding the devil <laughs> and it actually wasn't the devil. It was, it was God working a better plan for us so prophet blake i know this kind of took us off a little bit but i'm sure you'll you'll bring us back in but what do you think like what what constitutes um us like contending versus knowing that okay god is doing this thing or do we just contend until god says okay enough or you know like let's start with that question um it's it's kind of mo it's 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 a deeper concept it's not something that can really just be come together like super quick but i when i'm when i'm talking about things i like to make them as simple as possible and i think that you said something very accurate is the first thing with contending we want to make sure that we're contending for what god has said mm. Because if you're content, you can contend all you want, but if you're contending, <laughs> your contending is not directed towards what God has said or what God has spoken in your life and what he said he would do, then often you're contending in vain. You know, mm. your, your contention is not working. You're like, well, why? I'm contending. I'm contending. And nothing's happening because you're not doing what God has already spoken. You're not working in the direction that God has spoken. So when you're contending, you have to make sure that you heard God and that's what God said he was going to do because, and, and, and that's the, the, the deep desire that's inside of you. And that thing that kind of springed forth out of you that you really want. And oftentimes 
there's there's so many people that contend for the things that don't matter and don't mm. contend for the things that matter um, because our priorities have been so messed up for what from whatever reason our priorities are messed up where our contention is not towards the things that matter and i think that mm. the first thing when we talk about contending for uh our, our purpose contending for our life contending for a prophetic word whatever the contention mm. is when we talk about contending we have to think well is this the thing that god said um and even as you gave your your testimony how even in your contention we have to know what god said but we have to be sensitive to when what god god is doing is not is not exactly what we thought because mm-hmm. when we get into a place where we think we know what god is doing because he told us the end he might have told us the end from the beginning but he didn't we don't know all the steps that are in between so you didn't know that there was going to have to be a you know, uh, a kick off a standby so that you can have the experience that God has set apart and ordained for you. So we think that something's not happening right means that we're not, you know, in the will of God anymore. But rather, if we are sensitive to what God is saying, we'll know, no, this is meant to happen because if you're there at the time you think you're supposed to be there, it's not, um, it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. You're not going to experience the same experience that you thought. So, we have to understand that when we're contending that we're not contending what our vision is based off what God said, but contending with what God actually said he's going to do. Mm. Like, like we're contending for the end, not the, the process can be different, totally different than what we think, but we know what God said the end result is going to be. Mm. No, that's really good. And I mean, something that you said really stood out, which is contending for, the prophecy contending for what what God like so so how do you differentiate because my situation my testimony was something I felt or I sensed that should be mine and a lot of times we go through life where you feel like you know that's that's my house that's my job that's my whatever it is it doesn't have to be a physical thing it could be you know even contending for healing or whatever but um is there is there a black and white where where it comes to that or do we just you know case by case wait on the lord here well this is something i've i've really been looking into because i want i've always had this thing being in church like most all my life um you know i've also had the experience to see people not move like Mm. Hear, hear a prophetic word every week and mm. and not move and not grow and not change and not see any forward progression and there's there's a few things that i can look at to tell whether or not someone is contending mm. it's not whether or not they're succeeding or not it's whether or not they're moving mm. now you can be moving forward or you can be moving backward but you're moving which means that you're trying to do something you're you're contending and, you know, I was listening to a, a, a podcast today um, or a YouTube video where they talked about, you know, how failing is a part of building and growing like it's so it's not in some people think, oh, you failed or you're, you're not doing it. So you you're not contending, but contending will also come with some failures or some falls, mm. because what we're often contending for like what we're often trying to reach for is what God is, uh, what God has said in our lives. But oftentimes when we receive that vision, we don't have the the wherewithal or the, the ability to really walk it out at that moment. Oftentimes mm-hmm. it's oftentimes that God is showing us what we have the capacities to do, but we don't have the actual ability to do in that moment. So what the process is, is getting you from having the capacity to having the actual ability to do it. So when I'm contending, mm-hmm. you know, I can use an example. I love using a little example. So when you're contending, I, I, I'll use someone going to the gym. Like I went to the re- back to the gym recently and boy, was I hurt. Mm-hmm. I was hurt. Okay. I said, yo, the things <laughs> that I used to do and know I could do with no problem. I was huffing and puffing. I was what? like, yo. I have fallen off. But what the contention is, is 
in the beginning, it's hard. <laughs> in the mm. beginning, you might fail. I could barely do, you know, a certain number of push-ups. And the guy that was trying to uh, train me and show me some things, and they put a little weight on my back and for me to do some more push-ups after I had like worked my arms out and I was they they were tired and I knew it. Put the thing on my back. I was like, yo, I can't do one with this weight on my back. Mm. And I was like, yo, this is this could preach here because I'm contending to strengthen my body, my physical body. I'm contending, I'm pushing, I'm fighting, I'm putting, I'm giving it all I have, but nothing is happening. But no <laughs> one can tell me that I'm not, I'm not working for this. No one can tell me I'm not fighting for this. I'm pushing to see, you know, this change happen. So, you know, I say all that to say, like when you're looking at contending, you can't look at whether someone is moving or not because you don't know how much work they're putting in to to even get that far and that we our real our real job is to close the gap between our what a lot of people call potential and the actual manifestation of that said potential a lot mm. of people have everyone has potential rather everyone has a potential to do something everyone has potential to be great but if you can't close that gap you'll never realize what the fullness of what god said in your life like um and just one other thing i want to touch on um is like when you ask like kind of how do you know uh, what to what to fight for the things that like you desire in yourself they're things that we desire and i believe that god wants to grant the desires of our heart um the, the scripture that you talked about matthew 7 says ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and the door will be open to you for everyone who acts receives the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be open. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? You know, and that speaks to me that God wants to give you the desires of your heart like he's talking about asking and seeking you're seeking for things we're asking for things we're knocking on doors we're going to things like if you ask the lord he wants to, he wants you to have a, a abundant life he wants you to have life and life more abundantly it's just sometimes uh, where i think a lot of people get caught up is they think they know the exact process that's going to take place mm. to get them to that position that's good and they don't we don't I don't. Yeah. Nobody knows the process because if God told many of us the process, we would never leave the house. Listen, <laughs> we, we, we would never start because it's like, yo, I have to go through that. And I, I, I was listening to the the podcast, and it was Steve Harvey on on um, EYL's podcast, and he was saying, um, he said when he was ten years old, the teacher asked, you know, like, what do you want to do? Like, what is one thing you want to do when you grow up or one thing you want to do? And he said, I want to be on TV. And, you know, I believe this was the same teacher that doubted him. He was like, you'll, ne you'll never be on TV. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that was when he was 10. He said, now, this is the desire I had. This is something I really wanted. It took 26 years before mm -hmm. I was ever on TV. You know, of course, you know, 26 years from 10, you're only 36, but mm. it's it's still a long road uh, before he all uh, saw that manifestation. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I have I have some more on that, but I'll I'll, I'll let you. I'm gonna just type it out. Okay. Uh, yeah. So one thing that you said uh, early on that can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. One thing you said early on that just kind of was like a light bulb moment was um, you said that somebody, they may have the capacity for something, but they don't have the ability to, mm -hmm. to actually walk it out. And so I looked it up because I actually started writing a book, the book that I'm writing, one of the titles of my book was capacity. And so mm. I really love that word. Um, but I love how you, just kind of made that that the difference there between those two so capacity is the maximum amount that something can contain yeah. and so you look at capacity like a container and then ability though ability is the possession of the means or skill to do something so it's two totally different things there one is the container 
but what do, what do you do with what you've contained? What do you do with, so you have the ability now comes into play where you said they may have the capacity so they can hold it, but they don't have the ability. So they can't move with it. They can't do, you see what I'm saying? So I was, yeah. I just thought that was really powerful um, to not only ask God for the capacity, because we, we've gotten into that word. I mean, that's just such a popular word right now. Um, but asking God for not only the capacity, but also the ability to move and to do, because you said that, you know, you've heard people give prophetic words and I've seen, I've been near church. I've been to many churches um, and the prophetic really flows in your church. And I don't know the people there, but I do know people that I've been acquainted with who they are just itching ears. Like the next Sunday, they want the next word and they want the next thing. And they haven't done the last thing. They just want to know that they're on God's mind and yeah. that he's thinking of them, which is, I understand. But at some point, <laughs> you know, one God gave me a word recently, I guess in the last couple of months, I think I told you about it, where he said, you know, the next room that I place you in, don't ask me if I'm with you, I'm with you. Just do it and be confident, you know? And yeah. so like he told me this, who knows when that thing is going to actually manifest, but he doesn't want me questioning whether or not he's with me. He says, I'm with you. <laughs> I will never leave you or forsake you. Go do the thing that I put on the inside of you to do and do it with confidence because I'm here, you know? So anyway, um, I just wanted to kind of just travel back to that because that was so important what you said. Yeah. And I, I really think that if we, um, if we pray right, even in our contending, uh, I'll say this last thing, and then I'm going to let you go back into your your um, ministry mode. But there was this uh, lady who I used to go to church with, actually had never met her in person, but she she lived in another country, but she joined us online. And we were, as a church family, we found out she had breast cancer and we were contending for her healing and she had children. She had a husband, you know, we wanted her to live. And one day I was in prayer and I was just binding every devil <laughs> you could possibly imagine. And I stopped talking for a minute and I sat there and I said, Lord, why isn't she being healed? What is, what's going on? And he showed me and I was like, oh. and it was like the weight had lifted the weight had lifted. I actually got a chance to have a conversation with her and then, um, and tell her what the Lord showed me, like what she needed to do. And then it was crazy because somebody totally unrelated came with the same exact word for her. And I was like, wow. So I heard right, but it took a lot of that unnecessary energy that I was I was spending all this energy and and tears and time and and just I mean and it's not that she wasn't worth it she was so worth it but sometimes we are contending and we need to ask God just simply what are you saying here like what what are you saying what do you want to happen is this a fight that I need to even be in so anyway does that make sense yeah, definitely. It's I and this just this came up like I always talk about because I've been in these these like prayer meetings and sessions where everybody's fighting. Mm -hmm. fighting in prayer. We bind, we fight, we destroy. It was like, yeah. But I never see I never see you know it's like, what kind of, what does God want us to do right now? We're contending, mm -hmm. like we're fighting for fighting's sake. We're warring for warring's sake. It's like, do you ever pray and not war? Because I thought, maybe I was wrong, but I thought that our prayers is our communication with God. Mm -hmm. So why is our prayer only have the enemy in it? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Why isn't it, why isn't it us talking to God, communing, communing with God, lifting up the Lord? 
you know, honoring him and, and giving him the glory that he deserves. And also just, just, you know, Lord, this is what's going on. Can you work this out? So it was like, we, we find ourselves fighting fights that we don't need to fight mm -hmm. so that the time, by the time we're ready to do the, do the thing that we actually need to do, we have no more energy. We're wore out. <laughs> we're wore out. And, you know, I, I liken it to, um, we, we were talking earlier today and we were talking about, you know, you have all these things to do. You have this and that and this and that to do. Mm -hmm. and like I, myself, I have a lot of things to do. But am I doing what God said do or do I just have the, these all these things to do right now? And the thing is, if we're doing what God says to do, he's going to give us the energy to do it. But if we're mm. contending, if we're fighting, if we're warring, if we're pushing, if we're pulling, we're, 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 um, you know, we're in these things that are not what God wants for us. And then we put the thing that God told us to do on the back burner or for the last thing. And then we're worn out and we're wondering why we're not moving forward because this is like people uh, running on a hamster wheel. It's like, I'm working, but I'm not going anywhere because mm. your, your forward propulsion, your forward movement like what you're trying to experience is in doing the thing that you probably put on the back burner because it seems like the hardest thing to do. He Come said, on. I'm going to do the easier things. <laughs> I'm going to, so I looks like I'm doing something. And this is one testimony that I had for myself is I would step out on faith. I would step out on faith like someone else would. What I mean yeah. by that is their faith in something would not be to the level where my faith was. And I knew that me doing this is easy. Mm. Me doing this is not an act of faith because I've already surpassed this level of faith. Come on. So I would do something and people think it's faith. And then somebody came and said, you're not even walking in faith. Like you're walking in what you know. And it's <laughs> now faith is a substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. The thing is, and I believe this, and this is just this is just the revelation God's giving me right now. I believe so many people are walking in what used to be faith, but mm. because they've seen the act now, it's no longer faith. So their Ooh. faith is not is not being stretched anymore because the evidence of things not seen that 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 equation is the uh, uh, faith is the the substance of things hoped for. Part one. And the evidence of things not seen, part two. So we only have one part. We, we still hope for something, but we have the evidence of seeing something. So if we keep trying to use that as our faith walk, it, it diminishes. It's not the faith anymore because we've seen it. Wow. So what people have to begin to do is stretch their faith and not, not sit on the thing because they say it's faith because this takes me, this takes faith, but it's not really faith anymore because you've already believed it. You've already seen it. You've already experienced it that's not your faith anymore that's your knowing you wow. know it's 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 that is your i gotta see it to believe it you've already seen it so you believe it <laughs> that is not faith <laughs> it's, it's it's a different thing so what people have to do is i i wrote out these few things um about what what causes us in our uh those that are supposed to be contending what causes us to not do it or causes us to not see um, the manifestation. And it was just, uh, it was un unbelief. It was unbelief, fear, mm. and inconsistency. Mm. So unbelief is, is the lack of faith. Unbelief is the lack of faith. Um, so when we don't have faith, it's hard to contend for something that we cannot see and have not experienced if we don't have faith. The second thing is we can't, we can't faith. I'd like to say faith and fear cannot stand in the same place. So if we have unbelief, it might not be that we're afraid, but it can be that many people that walk in unbelief also walk in fear mm. because they can't. It's like if you're walking down a, a dark, you know, in a pitch black room, you don't know what's in front of you. You can't see what's in front of you. You might be afraid. But that's kind of what faith is, is knowing that if God took you down that direction, that he's putting you on a solid path and so that you're good. not going to fall in. And and then the last the last thing that holds up our our forward proportion our forward movement in contending with our word prophecy purpose is inconsistency. Mm. We might we might move a little today, but then we don't move in another inch for the next week. And something profound someone told or I, I heard is that when practicing 
to learn something new or do something new that it's much more beneficial to do five minutes every day than 30 minutes once a week. So good. Because the consistency is what's going to cause you to maintain what you have done and what you have learned. Once a week is not consistent enough because uh, the studies have been done that after, I believe, 48 hours, 70 to 80% of what you have learned is gone. Wow. Unless you're consistent. When you're consistent, then you begin to hold on to more of those things because you haven't given your mind enough time to lose the things that you have learned or things that you have read. So that way you have that consistency, you have that learning, you have that growing and that moving forward. The people that you see growing are the, not, are, are the people that are consistent, the people that are, are moving. So, um, yeah. yeah. That's so good. And that's so true. I like, I know you play the piano. Um, in the years I've, when I was younger, I could play by ear. And if I sat with a song for a good hour, I could have it down. Two hands, all of that. Just It's just a gift. My brother had the same gift. But um, the older I got, the more I, you know, I wanted to just learn. Like, I wanted to learn chords and, and notes and things like that. The more I sat with my piano, the easier it was for me to read the music and play it. But when I went like a whole year, it's like I forgot everything. I forgot everything I learned and I was getting pretty fluent. So it makes so much sense. Even even with my um my ukulele, I take that thing with me pretty much everywhere I go. And I will be in the car at a red light and I'll have it sitting out and I'll just play because it it's so true. I don't want to lose what I've what I've learned. I want to add to and not take away from. So that's so good. I know that's kind of off. Um, no, that's fine. You're you're in yeah. the vein because some somebody might be contending to go into music or to sing or something. That mm -hmm. might be their their place where they feel like God is really taking them, and they need to know that it's not going to happen just because God said He's going to do it. it yeah. It's going to happen. One thing I learned with with music and art and all these things, creative arts, it's not everyone has a, a bit of creativity in them. And the ones that we see that make it are usually not the best people. Mm -hmm. Like that, this this is this is something that really might help somebody. The people that we see on TV, the people that we see singing music, I know for a fact are not the best singers. <laughs> They're not the best you know, musicians. Yeah. I, I know a singer that put out a song now, and she got signed with a label, and you know, she's attractive. She got that going. She can dance. But her singing voice is not it. <laughs> but she's doing a tour right now across, you know, different states across the nation. I know she's like in the bigger states, Massachusetts, Florida, New York right now. She was in L.A. going across all these different radio stations because she signed with a label. They put out this song. They put money behind her. And she's going to be a star. I'm, I believe that. Yeah. But it's not because she's the best singer. You know, it's not because she's the best dancer either. Yeah. But she's been consistently doing this for the last couple of years and recording and doing this and stuff. Nothing came out. Nothing happened yet. Now, you know, they have a, a, a night, a star that people know featuring on her song and all this. And, and, you know, I, I, I say all this to say, it's like, it's not because she's the best. Right. It's not the, most of the products that you know are not the best products. I would venture to say, and some people might fight me on this, that Nike doesn't make the best shoe. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I, you know, people might fight me on that, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't fight you. I like bands personally, but they're <laughs> popular. It's their popularity. Like people, I've seen mm. people say, like they just take these shoes and pull them apart and be like, this is not the. In terms of craftsmanship, this is not the best craftsmanship. They have cool designs, this and all that, but. The, the products that we know, I found that there's products that are much better that you don't know that it might be a luxury brand, might be this, but it's like, you know what you know, you know, right. they're seen, but that's not, that doesn't mean that they're the best. It's just that they're the most known. Mm. Um, and that, you know, there's a difference between being the most known and being the best. Um, and some people call that or think that's synonymous, but um, 
Yeah. So getting jumping back on 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 topic, <laughs> when we when we're contending um, with our faith, when we're contending uh, with our 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 purpose, when we're we're fighting for the pro- prophetic word that was released, um, the the two things that really stuck out to me that we really 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 need are faith and consistency. Mm. Because we know we we've talked about it before. Faith is just like I believe that this can happen. You know, I'm not even going to the whole scripture. Just basically, simply, I believe that this is possible. Because without that, you surely cannot do it. Mm-hmm. You have to believe without a shadow of a doubt that it's possible. And then once you believe it's possible you need to believe that it's probable and then once you know that it's probable you have to believe that it is not not after you see it but you have to believe that it is before you ever see it wow like that that's you see how that progression works because everyone can't believe that it is before they think it's possible you right. can't believe that it is before you think it's probable. So everyone likes to say, you know, faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. So you need to believe, you know, you have to say it is before it is. You got to act like it before it is. It's like everyone can't reach that level because they don't have that, that mindset. Right. So I used to play this game with myself or with a friend. It's like, is it easier to believe this or to believe this? You know, so is it easier? Like, is it better to believe that it's impossible or that it's possible? And we would often say, uh, it's better to believe it's possible. Right. Okay. Is it better to believe that it's possible or it's probable? Well, it's better to believe that it's probable. All right. Is it better to believe that it's probable or that it is? And then we can reach that point now that it is because we've gotten so far away from the impossible. Right. But it's a process. It's still a process in there. And that that is that faith. That faith is knowing that it can and will happen or it has happened. Um, and, you know, that will take us down a whole another line of of the spirit versus the natural. But we won't go there right now. Yeah, um, we are definitely going to have to do a part two and have you on to so we can go a little deeper because, I mean, this is good. <laughs> I've took notes. <laughs> oh, I think it's just a really good reminder. Um and then, and then if we want to get to, so you guys, my listeners, Blake, Prophet Blake, he gets on to me because I'm a flower child and I'm kind of like, I like to see the sun and the roses. Like I write songs about looking Jesus in the eye and he hates that. So ah. <laughs> you do. I look him in his eye, but Blake is logical. He's like, how are you looking at him in his eye? <laughs> I'm not going to go there. But the reason I said that is because when you were explaining about faith and consistency, um, you talked about faith, you know, it's believing that it's possible. And I automatically went to, to the lover's perspective, which is without faith, it's impossible to please God. So, you know, I also kind of put that in the like the forefront if so you may have those logical people who need that those stair steps where it's like okay you got to believe it's possible then probable then it is and there's a million times that I'm in that headspace but sometimes when I have a lot of thoughts just kind of flying at me <laughs> the simple answer is what would I do for the one that I love like how can I please him and it's through faith. So sometimes it's just that simple thing of like remembering who he is to me, remembering he's my friend and my lover and, you know, he's who I'm seeking to please. So let me do this one thing. This is, this is the gift that you give the person who has everything. Like God has everything, you know, he, what do you get him? You just, you believe in him when we believe it pleases him. So yeah, I just yeah. wanted to throw that in there. Did you have anything else you want? Like, a, did you have a, a, a closing statement before I make you sing? Mm-hmm. Well, really, it, I, I think what you said is, is definitely, is definitely right. Um, but 
I think for many people, like, you have to know that your, the battle is not yours, it's the Lord. So though we talk about contending and, you know, I didn't talk about what contending just means to struggle, to, to surmount, um, a difficulty or a danger uh, to engage in a competition or, or something like that. I didn't, I didn't go that direction today, but when, when it comes to, you know, whose job is it really? Like, Mm. who does it, who, who's, for lack of a better term right now whose job is it to make it happen it's not yours mm-hmm. it's the lord that will make the thing happen it's the lord's plan not our plans but god's plans that will succeed so even when we're talking about contending when i i'm more speaking on stepping into what god has already told you mm-hmm. in the direction he's already told you because if we're in the right place he can open the doors you know he can open the doors he can he can connect the people he can you know he can turn and change the decision that was made before he can change the flight that you were on that you were supposed to be on and and you're sitting next to someone that ends up being a lifelong friend someone that you connect with someone in the flight that that ends up being somebody that um has the connection that you need that you you know (laughs) airport searching but (laughs) definitely it could be you don't know who you're gonna sit by you don't know i don't know the details and i just preached this message that god really gave me and just put on my heart mm-hmm. um that the how is not your problem you know speaking mm-hmm. of it doesn't mean we're not doing anything but how it exactly is is worked out and is not your problem and when we look at the people yeah. when we look at the people that come back for a prophetic word every week and always want god to say something else it's because they want to know how it's going to happen. Mm. Like they know what God said, but they want to know, well, how is this going to happen? Is God going to give me, you know, more insight? And yeah. um, most times I'm cool, but there's a few subjects where I'm like, well, God, how is this going to happen? Right. <laughs> you know, we all, we all getting, it's not a, it's not, it's not a, a perfect, a perfect, a perfect, a perfect thing like we're not trying to <laughs> be uh perfect with it but we're trying to do our best like we're right. living a life of doing your best and that require that sometimes comes with falls that comes with mistakes that comes with missteps that comes with going the wrong direction but yeah we are we're we we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of god like we've all messed up we've all right. missed the mark but if you're if god sees your heart he knows your heart. He knows the things and plans he has for you. And that's really what we, we want to, when we round it out back around, it's, yeah, we're contending. Yes, we're, we're we're striving for something. Yes, we're closing these gaps. Yes, we're doing all these things. But it's all for the glory of God. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's all for the glory of God. And it's God's desire, you know, just like any parent, like the word says in, in Matthew 7 and 11, you know, who, when the son acts you know for bread we give him a stone like a parent uh i can't remember we've said this but they said and I, i'll close it out they said um the best thing you can do for a parent is do something good for their children yeah and that you know really stuck with me because as a child of god you know god desires to see things done in our lives just like our parents would and even greater you know, then our parents would like, he wants to see the good things happen. He wants to see good things, good experiences happen, but we just can't be stifled with fear that we never move, you Mm. know, that we just stay in one spot. Right. Yeah. That's so good. Wow. Like I'm just, I'm just super honored to know you and really thankful that um, you came on to, the show tonight is it a show thanks thankful for having me it's whatever you want to call it (laughs) and we're definitely going to do a part two of this because i don't think you're done even in the slightest but there's a um, lot more to to unpack but mm -hmm. sometimes you talk to yourself and today you didn't have to so period (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it oh man this is fun so um are you gonna sing? 
Mm. Uh, I can I can throw a two piece together. I just uh, <clears throat> you know we we often flow in like uh, prophetic songs or um, you know unknown songs. Yeah. So let me maneuver a little bit really quick. I didn't. Uh, oh, you gonna? Oh, you gonna? Oh, he's getting behind this piano. My God, today. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. But while we're doing that, just tell the people where they can, where they can reach me, where they can see. Oh me. yes. Okay. So, uh, it's gonna be so his Instagram handle, everything that he has is at Blake Anthony Shaw. But when I post this, I'm going to tag you in it so that they'll know how to find you. And I really want us to. I don't know if it's going to be this next week coming up, but I want to do a part two for sure because we also talked today about confusion and how sometimes it can, you know, indecision comes from confusion. You know, when you're trying to contend, but you don't know. I don't know. Did we touch on that a little bit today? Confusion, not so much. Not so much. No, we didn't even know. Well, I really want to hit that because I've I hear a lot about that and um not just Yeah, I think we started there at the beginning a little bit, but mm-hmm. there's definitely more like this, like I said, it's such a rich concept and, and topic and something I've been looking at a lot um over the years. Yeah. Just how can we 'cause you're really talking about how can we walk this walk out, like how can we live this life and you know, that's something yeah. that a lot of you have questions about. Right. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet now. <laughs> yeah, I'll just give you a few a few seconds here. Um, mm, mm, God will do what He said He'll do. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. God will do what he said he'll do. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. So keep going, keep moving, keep stretching, cause God is with you. Keep going, keep moving. Keep looking for the doors God will open for you. Cause he's opening doors no man can shut. He's shutting doors no man can open. God will do what he said he will do. So get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. God is moving, get ready, get ready, get ready. For God to move, get ready, get ready, get ready. Forgot to move. You've been waiting a long time. You've been asking God, why not me? You've been waiting a long time. You've been sitting at the door and watching. But God is here for you. He will still come through. Just believe and walk on through. God is still here for you. He'll still come through. God is able to do just what he said he would do. He's going to fulfill every promise to you. 
Don't give up on God, cause he won't give up on you. He's able. Yay. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. So who who wants do you want to pray? I feel like you're yeah, flowing. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I pray that this this episode this touches someone's life and that you that you really realize that it's still if you're still breathing, you're still here, that there's still time for you. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for restoring your people in their minds, restoring the purpose, restoring the fight and the drive inside of them that they have lost over yes. the years, over time. God, we thank you, Lord, that the race is not given to the swift God, but those that endure to the end. God, we thank you, Lord, that they shall endure, continue to stretch, continue to push, continue to move forward. God, knowing that in divine timing and divine right timing, God, you shall open the door that they need. You shall make the connection yes. that they need. You shall help them into the place that they need. God, you shall give them the uh, the understanding and the revelations that they need, the knowledge that they need. God, we thank yes. you, Lord, that everything that we need is in you. We know everything that we need comes from you. Everything that we need flows from you, God, that you are the source of every resource. Yes. So we come against every counterattack and backlash, every spiritual ambushment of the enemy that would cause people to feel like they're not coming into purpose. But mm. we activate the purposes in your people now. Yes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, so his cash app is <laughs> dollar sign. What is it, Blake Shaw? <laughs> yes, dollar sign Blake A S. Blake A S at cashapp.com. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, but thank you so much again for um just the wisdom that God, you know, has given you and blessing us with that. And we're definitely going to do a round two if you're up for it. Yeah, and yes, thank you. Any any final yeah, words? <laughs> yes, I think I think sooner than later will be great. Yeah, it might come out next week, but we might do it tomorrow. <laughs> that we need to for real, <laughs> like for real. I was thinking that. Okay, well, I want to call you in a little bit, but to our listeners, thank you so much for for joining us today and God bless you. Good night. You gonna say good night? <laughs> good night. God bless. <laughs>